Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're talking Super Bowl menu. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. All right, today is a big day. Big day. It's the second biggest eating day of the year, other than Thanksgiving, is Super Bowl Sunday. So that's what me and my cousin Gordy are getting ready to talk about. I got him here on the show. It's a family affair these past few weeks. Gordy, say what's up to the people. How's everybody doing that night? All right. All right. So uh, like I said, we're going to talk some Super Bowl menu stuff. So me and Gordy are very similar in this facet that we both love food and cooking it, but we also both love football. So there's a fine line when it comes on Super Bowl Sunday to where your food stops and football ends. Uh, so first thing I'm going to ask you is what's on y'all Super Bowl menu this year or what do you think you're going to be making? Well, of course, I need wings. So that's going to be the starter. They're already going to be ready early, seasoned early. Um, I'm thinking wings, all finger food, mostly finger food, wings, maybe meatballs, a dip. You always got to have a dip. Oh yeah, that's starter chips. But I, uh, I think I'm gonna do some kind of shrimp, shrimp kebab or shrimp, something with shrimp. Nice. But it's got to be something versatile. I want a, a different facet of foods so we can pick from. So I'm gonna tell you right now, we're not completely set on what we're having. I always run into the same problem every year. So I get all hyped up about what I want to make, and this is the first thing I'm gonna pose to you. Do you go with staples? And most of what you named was staples outside of a couple of the things that you said. Do you go with staples or do you go with a theme? And that's where I would mess up is I would try to go with a theme based off of who was playing in the game. So I would either go like last year, for instance, Kansas City was in the Super Bowl again. So I went with a lot of barbecued stuff. And then for San Francisco, we had sourdough press sandwiches. And, you know, we're trying to go with the Bay theme. And I was like, I'm overthinking this. And this was at work. This wasn't at home. So this was at work. This year, I'm trying to think of at home the same way. But now I'm trying to simplify it to where it's just the staples. Because you can't go wrong with the staples. Like you said, starting off with wings. And the other thing that you said that was perfect was you have them seasoned and ready well beforehand. Because you, <laughs> can't, you can't run into kickoff time still cooking. <laughs> you can't do it I, I like to be prepared honestly I like to be sitting down when the game starts oh yeah and, and everything's prepared I'm sitting down I'm enjoying it ain't nothing like cooking while the game going on you gotta ask what just happened it's the worst <laughs> the worst I remember that uh, maybe one of the first couple years I moved down to Atlanta I was over at Uncle Roy's house and he had me in there making wings and I realized by the time I knew it I was still in there making wings Almost till halftime. And not only did it make this made it worse. The Steelers were in the Super Bowl that year, two thousand ten. My team is in the game and I'm sitting in the kitchen cooking. Never again. No, no I, I I can't do that. I can't do it. Just like we really good about planning ahead mm. and knowing our menu. But I think I'm gonna deviate a little bit, like you said, because I wanted a barbecue. Mm. So I was thinking outside the box, what can I have that's different? Because I'll always like to cook the staples but I like to do something different. Right. So the different, I think, might be shredded barbecue beef sliders. Okay. Sounds so good. I think that something different instead of just a sloppy Joe or 
the steakum sliders I want to do just the shredded barbecue beef sliders. That sounds some good. Easy, some they can just dip on the bread and not do too much work. Oh, yeah. So I know you saw this when I put it up on Facebook in the group the other day. What are the Super Bowl must-have foods? And by far, wings was number one. That was obvious. You have to have wings. But when I looked at some of the other stuff, right, so one of the main foods that I think of when it comes to football is pizza. And pizza only showed up three times in 50 comments. I was so surprised. I think it's because people thought of what are they cooking instead of what are they having. Because most people order pizza, they don't make it. And what people don't know about you is you'll make it. Yeah, and I I thought about it, and uh, they asked me about making the fold-over and a pizza. I'd rather make the fold-over because I love the fold-over. I can get pizza anytime, but I can't have a fold-over whenever I want. Right. So if I if I do anything, like I said, it'll be a, a fold over. I don't know which one it'll be, but it'll probably be like a taco fold over. Because yeah. we don't want tacos. I mean, we ain't having tacos, so let's have tacos. We're having chicken and beef. Let's go with, you know, just think outside the box. Right. And just make the tacos with turkey meat. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned the fold over. Now, I know what a fold over is. People don't know what a fold over is. So if you can explain to them what that is. Fold over is you take the large size dough, medium or small, stretch it outside the pan, put the meat inside and fold the other half of the dough on top. So it'd be just like a half of a pizza folded in half, folded in half, pizza folded in half. But what's inside is a whole lot different than what's on a regular pizza. Right. So you can put anything on it, which is a taco, fold over, chicken, club, it's so much stuff you can use. Once you learn how to make a photo, you can put anything in your imagination on the inside. Mm. Now, what are you describing as a food that we grew up on in, in northern Ohio? People have compared this to so many things. When I try to describe it to them, they'd be like, oh, like a calzone. No, it's not a calzone. Nah. It's not the same thing. It's a fold over. A fold over is a fold over. A calzone is a calzone. A moonroof is a moonroof, and a sunroof is a sunroof. They're similar, but they ain't the same. Yeah, the difference is. Most photos have lettuce, tomato, and onion. There you go. It's, it's a photo over with lettuce, tomato, and onion and a dressing. Gotcha. If it's a ham and cheese, then most of the time they use for a dressing is pizza sauce. Okay. So that would be the inside of it. Or some people like sweet and sour. The, the thing I couldn't describe to people, especially when I first started moving out of town, but I didn't realize that the, the whole lettuce, tomato aspect of it, because I didn't eat lettuce, tomato at this point. So I would get like a barbecue chicken fold over because I knew it didn't come with all the extra frills of vegetables being on it. And I'd ride out with that. But Lamar, my brother, you know, he get a cheeseburger fold over. It's got the mayonnaise, the lettuce, tomato. It has to have it. The yeah. onions. Yeah. You so, have to have it. So. And actually when you're cooking at home, you actually now have to season the meat because yeah. it always comes seasoned from the restaurant. So you have to season it extra <laughs> right. to make that taste pop out. But the cheeseburger, ham and cheese, club always come with lettuce and tomato. Even the barbecue chicken sometimes, some people look, prefer lettuce and tomato on it. They will call and say, let's have put lettuce and tomato on it. Interesting. So some people, yeah, some people like it that way. Hmm. Let me ask you this question. So, again, we talked about Super Bowl. We're avid football fans as much as we are fans of cooking and eating. How many items are too many items for the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the crowd. Depends on how many people you have. Mm-hmm. If you only got five people, I'm not cooking 20 things. 
if I have five people coming, I'm cooking at least five hearty things. And two of them, is ch- one of them is chips. It's going to be a dip, the wings. I'm not going to do extravaganza. Mm-hmm. But if I'm having a big Super Bowl party, oh, I'm, I'm cooking some stuff. But you don't have to have, and you're right, you don't have to have a whole lot of stuff. You just have to have stuff, fillers. Right. Meatballs, wings, sliders, them three right there, and just some dip and the chips will fill up the whole, <laughs> will fill everybody up. But I think if you're cooking 20 things, you're definitely cooking too much. Right. So I, I will say anything over eight, eight to 10 is too much. I'm, I'm pretty much with you there. Like you said, depending on the crowd that you have, how many people you have, is going to dictate how much you have. So like you said, about five items sounds perfect we don't plan on having you know more than four or five people here with us so you know keep it as simple as possible you're not out here trying to impress anybody the show is supposed to be the game itself not all the extras not all the food you're here to to get you something to snack on so you don't get hungry at halftime but the fact that when i think about football in general i'm normally done eating around halftime the second half is where it's time to focus in on the game unless it's run away from them and not too many Super Bowls have been runaways in the past right. 10 or 12 years. So the second half is usually big time watching. So when people decide to get up and I'll ask you another question in a second, but when people decide to get up in the middle of the game and keep getting food and ask me questions about the food, I almost want to shut the kitchen down at halftime. Like don't even bother me. It's in there, go get it. And that way they don't have to ask a bunch of questions. And that's what I was saying about the theme stuff versus the staples. Staples, people know what a wing is. People know right. what the buffalo chicken dip is. Like, go ahead and get it. You don't need to ask me a thousand questions. The game is on. And that deals with your crowd. Because if you got a bunch of people that just are there for the event of the football being on, but they don't know what's going on, they're probably not the crowd that needs to be around me. Because now it's not, not around me either. Right. Now it's not the time to ask what a first down is. I don't I don't need to <laughs> answer I can answer that during the preseason or regular season. Don't ask me during the Super Bowl. Even though my team's not in it, this is the last football I got for about seven months. <laughs> Just leave it alone. I need you to watch them two games before this one. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you go back in there and watch them on game pass in forty five minutes and we'll be okay. here for the end of the game. Or fill your mouth with some of that food in there. Right, right. You go in there and talk in the kitchen. We'll be out here watching football. <laughs> right. But like you said, answering answering questions about some food, and once you make your plate the first time, all the questions is over. Right. That means you know where the kitchen at. Yep. The kitchen was open. So once it's open until I say it's closed, you don't have to ask me nothing. Just go get it. Right. Drop your, <laughs> drop your tips in the jar on the corner. And right. <laughs> call it a day. And don't bring no to-go place unless I say you can take some to-go. Right. Did you bring something with you here to take it to-go? <laughs> yeah, because you ain't taking none of mine. Nah. Uh, <laughs> another question. Dessert. Are you an advocate for dessert for the Super Bowl? Mm, not so much. I don't, I've never been a dessert person. Never had really no dessert for the Super Bowl. Most of the time, it's some people just bring cookies right. or like a little snack cookie tray or something like that. But cakes and pies and stuff like that, I think that's overboard to me. Right. Unless your team is in there. Like, if that's your team and they've been in there and you want to make a cake that says Kansas City or Tampa Bay, mm. that's a different ball game. Oh, yeah. But if it's not my team, I'm just have, I might have cookies if that. Most of the time, people really is eating and having them a beverage. Oh, yeah. So most of the time, the food is 
coating them. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, the major thing that I noticed about that uh, post I put on Facebook is nobody said a dessert. Anything that resembled dessert. No brownies, no cookies, no cakes, no ice cream, no nothing. It's all about, like, basically finger foods, like you said. Mm-hmm. Can you grab it and go? Can you eat it yeah. while you're standing? And plus, uh, most time, cakes and pies, that's, that's nothing but a mess anyway. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But so, I'm basically, I'm just, like I said, having cookies or... That's it. That's all the dessert you're going to get. Yeah. You know, you want something, you can bring it. I'm not mad at that. At least you brung it. Yeah, if you got to... Well, if you got to cut it to serve it during the, the Super Bowl, it probably didn't need to be there anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm agree. <laughs> oh, like I said, it's the second biggest eating day behind Thanksgiving. And talking about dessert, I think that's one of the main things that separates them as far as Thanksgiving being bigger is because more people expect dessert on Thanksgiving. And during the Super Bowl, not so much. None. I don't have to have no dessert for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I can imagine the amount of chickens that like Tyson and Purdue have to produce in order for this week coming up here because essentially everybody, if you eat 12 wings, if you eat 12 wings, that's three chickens that had to die in order for you to eat your wings that day. That's just 12. <laughs> yeah. It's going to wings are a necessity during this revolt. Mm -hmm. That's probably the biggest wing days of the year. Oh yeah. By, by far. I don't think there's anything that can top the Super Bowl when it comes to wings. Just a regular game day is already big enough with right. wings. Also, a tidbit, most of the time, whole wings don't never be on sale. So if they're on sale during the Super Bowl, you might as well get extra because they won't be on sale until the next Super Bowl. Hmm. Duly noted. I Like you said, I rarely see whole wings on sale, ever. So when you see them, you make sure you get extra. Noted. <laughs> What I was thinking as far as leaning this year for my menu at the house, pulled pork, because I kind of want to stick with the theme, but still do stuff that's really simple. So pulled pork, even if I don't make it myself, I can buy it in like the pre-made containers in Costco and then just season it myself. Just let mm -hmm. it roll and then make my little sliders or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can even make nachos out of it, which I had on our menu last year. I made barbecue pulled pork nachos with coleslaw. Man, that was yeah. fire. And then oh, I had, yeah. go ahead. No, good. I was saying, yeah, I never thought about that pulled pork nachos. That was, that's an idea. Yeah, buddy. And then I had to look up Tampa Bay, just like I had to do San Francisco last year because I wasn't really big on their kind of cuisine. And turns out the Cuban sandwich, are you familiar with the Cuban? I am. Okay, yeah. Cuban sandwiches, they were thought to actually start in Tampa and then work their way back down to Miami. I thought they were in my like a Miami thing. But mm -hmm. they used to feed them to the Cuban workers that were on break in Tampa Bay because they had a big population in Tampa and in the Keys. And then they started migrating back down to Miami. So the Cuban sandwich is actually more famous in Tampa than it is in Miami. So I was like, hmm, maybe I'll try to do some Cubans. Well, that'd be the, that'd be the perfect thing to, to try for the Cuban photo. You right. <laughs> Let me see if I can do like some roast roasted diced pork loin. With the pickles and the mustard and Swiss cheese. And it. Oh, man. That'd be clutch. Oh, yeah. We might try that out. <laughs> Even if you had to just make your own personal 8-inch or 6-inch pan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't want to overdo it. I'd be in here sleep during the fourth quarter waking up trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. That did happen to me. I forget what year it was. Remember the national championship where Vince Young and uh, oh, Texas yeah. played against USC? I fell asleep. And woke up, it was two minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. I was like, what happened? 
You missed one of the best games of all time. I had to go back and watch the replay like two, three years later to see the whole game. I was like, man, this game was phenomenal. Yeah, you and Phil are in the same boat. That'd be him. Man, yeah. I, I wasn't missing that game for nothing. I didn't I didn't realize. I mean, I didn't realize how tired I was because normally I can just sit through a game like it's nothing. But I didn't make it. I, I didn't eat before or anything. I, I don't remember what I was doing. I was just – I passed out. I woke up on the couch, and Vince Young was getting ready to run in for that touchdown on the corner. I was like, wait, it, this looks like it was exciting. <laughs> right. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after I watched it three years later, I was like, oh, this is a good game. <laughs> Taking this back to when you were saying you wanted to do a tour of all the stadiums, what I want to do a tour of is all the barbecue cities that I can think of. Nice. So – Every year after this whole COVID thing is is more in hand, just kind of doing a tour of every major barbecue town I can think of. Memphis, Kansas City, Austin, middle of South Carolina, middle of North Carolina, right? Tennessee. I mean, if I can think of it and I've seen it on a show or something, like I want to hit it because they there aren't enough smoke flavors that I've tasted. And considering we've lived in apartments most of my life, we don't have the luxury of just owning smokers and stuff like that to do right. it myself. So I, my barbecue knowledge and, and stuff hasn't been tapped into in forever outside of a commercial kitchen. And so I don't have nearly the experience of you or anybody else who's had a chance to just do smoking and, and all that stuff on the grill. So I feel like that's something it, it takes decades to be really good at. And I don't have anywhere near that. Well... I don't think it'll take you decades. You just have to do it a couple of times, just a little couple of tidbits. But smoking is, is probably my favorite. And that's one thing I like to focus on is getting better at smoking meat. Mm. Instead of right now, like you said, right now, you have to use a liquid smoke inside the house just in just to get the smoke flavor. Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I watched, uh, it, it's kind of like a docu-series on these different barbecue pit masters from around the world. And this guy named Rodney Scott down in Charleston, he uh, mm. does whole hog barbecue. So his dad taught him how to do whole hogs, and uh, he ended up turning it into his own restaurant in Charleston now. But he does like 30, 40 hogs a week in the restaurant. But he has like a big house or like a big Bond. shed yeah, in the back that has like 20, 30 different you know, pits in there. And then he's got... He, he burns down the wood into his own coals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, how tedious of a process is this? They got to set up the barrel, burn down. He goes down and chops down all the trees, burns down the wood into his own coals, you know, puts the coals underneath the hams and the in the shoulders and, and smokes them things for, you know, 12 hours on the pits. I'm like, this is serious. That, that, yeah. That's what I like about it. I think I watched the same one because he opened up another location. Yep. Yeah, I, I watched that same one, and I was intrigued by it too because his whole barn was just looked like a a factory where there were uh, assembly lines. Yep. <laughs> and me had that process, and it was perfect when it came out. It had that smoke line. Yep. I mean, yeah, that in that version, like you said, that takes. You're right. That takes a decade. Oh yeah, yeah. He. I uh, like to get there. What did he say in there? He said he he grad. So his graduation day, he was really excited. But all he had been doing most of his life since he was like eight or nine was working on 
smoking hogs with his dad. So when he got ready to graduate high school, he was super excited because he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do next with his life. And a girl walked by him and was like, I don't know what you excited for. He said, you ain't going to do nothing but be down the street smoking hogs the rest of your life. <laughs> and, now look. and he was like, man, and he was so disappointed. And now years later, he's like, she didn't even know what she was talking about. <laughs> he was voted. Uh, he got the James Beard Award for best chef Southeast for a yeah. barbecue restaurant. Pitmaster. That's that's crazy. See, that's why I would like to go. I would like to go to that location. It's definitely gonna be on the on the tour because they were some small town in South Carolina. It was two hours from Charleston, and the guy had to convince him to open a restaurant in Charleston because he didn't like being around people that much. <laughs> but that's how those people be, man. Especially when you you smoking hogs for twelve hours. That's a solo job. You ain't nobody with you for twelve hours for the day. You by yourself. That's right. In the dark, he waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Well, he said he's his. Well, that was the thing at his graduation. His dad walked by him. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll see you at, at work at 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 one a.m." <laughs> <laughs> you graduate on graduation day at one. You got to be at work a few hours later at night. Like, come on, man, I can't do it. I was. My dad pulled that on me when I uh I had uh, our all night party for high school, and he knew I was going to it. He, I mean. I'm I'm 18, and I was like, all right, I'm going to the all-night party. He's like, all right, cool, have fun. I got home from that all-night party at, like, 7. He woke me up at 9.30. He was like, hey, I need you to run some errands and do some stuff for me. I was like, I just got in the bed two hours ago. He was like, yeah, nobody told you you had to be out that late. I was like, come on, man. That's what we doing? Teach me a lesson on the wrong day. I'm pretty sure it wasn't even that important. It was, like, really like you teaching me about life this early you know i just came in two hours ago with the sun <laughs> under my arm jeez <laughs> all right so i got a couple questions here picky three i forgot to ask these so we'll go ahead and add this back in what is a food that you won't eat that most people do mm. 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 i have to say chilling i don't think most people eat that Okay, well, I it's not too many, it's not too many things I don't eat that people don't eat. I know Phil's so, not big on peas. You eat peas? I eat peas. Oh, okay. I eat I eat just about everything. Okay, I I give you one popcorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a different one because I know Phil loves that. There's, a lot of y'all are opposites in that family. Yeah. That's, that's different. Yeah, I do not like popcorn. Okay, popcorn. Huh? talking just plain popcorn or any kind of popcorn any kind it doesn't matter i don't like popcorn period wow yeah that's yeah that's a, that's a good answer right there super bowl is february 7th the national holiday on that day is national fettuccine alfredo day are you a fan wow. of fettuccine alfredo you like you fett- said, do i like it? yeah oh yeah i love it i'm a i love pasta i'm a big pasta fanatic so is my oh, I- my brother's a big pasta fan too i think he will be on an episode Sooner than later. <laughs> and one more. What is the last new food that you tried? I made a Brussels sprout casserole. Okay. I think that might have... Who was talking about Brussels sprouts? Davina. I think Davina, it was a, she hadn't had Brussels sprouts before. That was the last new thing that she tried. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I like Brussels sprouts. How, how'd the casserole come out? It came out real good. Before we... That was the one thing we I had before. Um, we was, We couldn't eat pork anymore, so... I kind of cooked the Brussels sprouts 
and bacon grease. Okay. And gave it a little flavor, onions. I cooked the onions in there. And then after that, once I cooked them about semi-done, I didn't cook them all the way till they were done because I still had to bake them. Nice. So I did that. And then I mixed a couple of cheeses and sour cream and cream cheese all together. Okay. Uh, it seems like bacon and Brussels sprouts just coincide with each other. A lot of the recipes I'll see for Brussels sprouts involve mm-hmm. bacon in some capacity. I'm with it. Yeah, because to me, I knew it, it went together because of cabbage. Yeah, yeah, of course. Frying cabbage, so I knew it would go together. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think a lot of TV shows and stuff, that's what they give the perception of people hating vegetables and hating Brussels sprouts, not realizing the things that you can do with it. And mm. that it's just in small cabbage, basically. So you can flavor it very similarly, or you can change it up a little bit. But, you know, if you just want to season it like cabbage, there, mm-hmm. there you go. A small little change I made, and people may already know it, but the different bacons. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't use regular bacon. I used pepper bacon. Okay. That, that changed it completely. Nice. So pepper bacon is a brand new day. Do you go to the butcher at all, or you get most of your stuff from the grocery store? Well, I worked there, so I had them cut it for me. Ah, nice. So I had to cut it thicker. Nice. And then when I they cut it thicker, once I fried it, I cut the pieces, and they were thicker. So I cut the pieces up, cut the bacon up, and then put them inside the casserole. So it's almost like pork belly chunks. Show you right. Yes. It was more meaty. I understand. Get you them, them bacon nuggets instead of bits. That's right. And that that coincide for the meat instead of just a sprinkle meat on top of the cheese and look like a pizza. Right. It'd be inside of it. Right. Kind of to recap, talked about the menu. How many items is too many items? We 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 pretty much came to a consensus of about five, depending on how many people you have. Sta- right. Staples versus themes. Stick to your staples, people. Don't overdo it. You don't want to still be cooking at halftime. You want to be sitting down to kick off. And if you are not big on the game, stay out of the way of the people that are, please. Thank you. Make sure, like like I said, cut it down by game time. Uh, it's the second biggest eating day of the year. So make sure you get your fill, but you don't eat so much that you have the itis and you go to sleep. You want to see who wins. Don't be like me during the national championship game. If you are going to go with some themes, Kansas City obviously is barbecue. It's uh, very welcome for the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay, Cuban sandwiches. You can also have some different kinds of seafood. I saw stone crabs and some different stuff pop up. If you can find it, go ahead and eat it. Anything else you got for the people, Gordy? G? Nope. I guess um, if you can, try the fold over sometime. Oh, yeah, the fold overs. Don't neglect the pizza, people. Make make your own pizza if you can. They got pre-made doughs and all kinds of stuff. Make your own. Don't give Papa John's and Pizza Hut and all them the business. Public, public service, public, service public. announcement. For a pizza sauce, don't get the basic. Sauce makes the pizza. Make sure your sauce is on point. So that's it for today. Go ahead and run it out. Thank you, G, for showing up on the show. It's always a pleasure to have family. Probably bring you back on here for something else. You're big into cooking. Uh, Check out the website, yourfoodlooksfunny.com, all the other episodes. Donate to the show. I'll see y'all next week. All right. That's a wrap, people. No. <laughs> yep.